This is how it's going to start. Sweet Lord, here we are. The hot tub lid is off. Oh, is it? Is the temperature good? I think it might be good. I'm hearing it might be good, okay? This is how I want to talk all the time now as a guy like this. I don't even know what that is. Hi, welcome to the podcast. It's me. Daddy's Big Red Truck, that's actually my name now, is Daddy's Big Red Truck. This is uh, Live to Tap, also known as Libe to Tape, the live to taping zone phone homing chrome bone. Hi, I've got a chrome bone. I'm looking for a home for my chrome bone. I can't even say it. He, he can't even say it, everybody. He can't even say it. This is live to tape, also known as the Executive Buffet. I would say better known as... This is also Leaf Blower Paradise, where we inject and wreck all gas-powered two-stroke motors in sight. Got to wreck and wreck, inspect and wreck that. This is also known as uh, Hands on the Branch. This is it. Here we are. Great to be back. Uh, just plugging and jamming and swaying and, and pumping. And did I already say pumping? I think I say pumping too much. I think. What a weird word. It always sounds a little bit wrong. Okay, I don't have any shows coming up for everyone to, to check out or anything like that. Like I said, I'm, I'm still working on this show, this uh, unnamed Amazon show. It's going to come out in next year. It might be called, uh, it might be based on a video game. It starts with, uh, well, whatever. I'm not going to tell you yet. You'll know, you'll know when you know. I can't just, I can't just outright say it. You'll figure it out. Uh, what else, though? If you want to get more than what you got right now, check us out on Patreon. Patreon.com slash live to tape. That's Patreon.com slash live to tape. Also, please investigate rating, reviewing, and subscribing to the podcast. You're welcome to do that for free. It is a no-cost option we have available to all people. If you want to leave a cool review, I just read some of the recent reviews. Holy shit, I laughed out loud. This one really got me. I just want to say that um, this is a quote now. I'll just I'll change my voice so we can we know what it is. I just want to say that when we double dunked the butter bag, it was cool, fun, funky spot. OMG! And when we were slipping down to the lakeside, and Jeremy took the mud packets and made it into his own space. Smiley face, smiley face. Love you, Maine. That right there. That's a great review. That is the kind of review of the person who gets it. Do you get it? I would love to hear that kind of review. That's from uh, Nikki GGGGG123. Thank you for that. Anything like that, ugh. I just wanna see it. I just wanna see what you got. I wanna see how you how you put it together, how you slap it down, how you stretch it out, and uh, lay it on top of the lay it on top of the pipe and watch the bubbles watch the bubbles come out. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? 
put a piece of putty on top of a pipe and start the car and <laughs> let the bubbles let the bubbles go okay what else do i got for you oh also you know we got new episodes of the leather rose out okay that's a separate stream that's a separate stream called the leather rose that's the podcast that i produce with my friend duncan trussell you know it you love it we've got two new episodes as of probably when you're hearing this right now we've got two new we've got a two-parter episode it's up check it out we're back it's blasting it's super fun funky chill cool nice sweetheart and everything like that if you want to check me out on twitch it's twitch.tv slash johnny pemberton also always go check out social stuff so you can stay up to breast which is uh instagram is johnny underscore pemberton and twitter god rest its soul johnny pemberton i'm not saying that because of anything in the news i'm saying that because i feel like i just don't really use it anymore but you know what i bet twitter's gonna come back because they're gonna they're gonna make a thing where you can put videos up there better and they feature stuff it's not just well, who knows god who knows i don't know about anything now that's what i want to change this podcast to is called hey what do you think is going to happen okay now before we get into the podcast a couple of quick words from our sponsors hi have you ever dreamed of touching a boat riding in a boat or owning your very own boat where we at Bilkin Wealth Management can help you realize the dream of a lifetime with special integrated wealth management plans for people of all levels just for the cup of cost of just for the cost of a couple a hundred just for the cost of several cups of coffee a day you too can be put on track to own your own water vessel aka a boat yes that's right you too can own your own boat thanks to bilkin wealth management and the cost of a couple of cups of coffee a day check us out at bilkinwealthmanagement.net go ahead get bilked Ooh, all right let's get started here now ladies and gentlemen please welcome the incredibly talented exceedingly hilarious just an outstanding, lovely, wonderful human being. Alyssa Limpere. Beverly Hills. Yeah, it's kind of, it's kind, it's really, it's hard to say. Like, yeah, it, it is hard to say. Every time I, I say it, I kind of have to like, yeah, you've, I have to add sort of a right, uh, totally. I always go, it's right over the West Hollywood line. I'm <laughs> what just, does that mean? Who yeah, cares? It's just technically Beverly Hills. Yes. It's one of those things where, yeah, you have to just, because people uh, they go, oh, oh fancy. Oh. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's. Especially if you tell your family back, back east. Back east, if you drop, oh, the zip code's 90210, forget it. I want forget somebody it. to do your impression that you do of your family to you. Please try it. Yes, yes. Like, I don't think I can do it now because I just said it. Well, you'll cut. You know um, what? Just jump into it. Oh my god! Oh, oh, Alyssa! Oh, Alyssa! Oh, oh, she lives in Beverly Hills. You do. Oh, I should have known that. The Beverly Hills. What a great spot, huh? Oh wow! Wonderful. I bet you're not gonna have a. Oh, I bet. Uh, here you are in Seekonk. Is is it good enough for you anymore? Sorry, there's no palm trees or celebrities. <laughs> But I'll tell you what, there's some there's some celebrities if you ask me. People coming and going in this neighborhood all the time. <laughs> what's your, what's the longest you've done that voice for? Do you feel like you do it like all the time, <laughs> like when you're walking around, like you do it? I don't you know. know what it's, mean? It, I, 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 it's just sort of it's right there. It's right. close. It's close. Is that how you sounded growing up? I 
I guess not. I mean, I do think I had more of an accent growing up. My dad never really had as strong of an accent. And then I think, yeah. But it's very, if I go home, forget it. Then right. I'm starting to slip into it. Do you know about that video of the little girl? This is an old internet video, but she's like a, probably like a five-year-old girl. And she's clearly in the East Coast. She's just watched Star Wars for the first time. Mm. And she's going, oh, the shiny guy, he always worries. <laughs> The shiny guy? <laughs> yeah, it starts young. The shiny guy? Yeah, he's always worried. He's got, yeah. He's always wow. worrying about stuff. <laughs> Where are you from? Minnesota. Oh, that's got a fun, strong it accent, does, too. But my family doesn't have the accent, though. Oh, sorry. Okay. <laughs> okay. Oh, Beverly Hills. Oh, you don't have the accent. You guys well, know. I mean, well, I'll be. Some okay. people. Some people. Uh, my dad's family sort of does, but he doesn't have one. I don't know why he doesn't. Right. What's that about? It's What's because about? he, I think he is so educated that that's what it is. Yeah. And also he just, there's a, there's a certain, aren't all accents to some extent, except for like a light Southern accent, almost all accents sort of imply a lack of intelligence, right? <laughs> don't they? Well, I can't. Uh, you know what I mean? I can't. I mean, they imply they imply some sort of, if not lack of intelligence, a lack of I'll, a certain type of awareness. Sure, right? sure. But then you flip on the other side and you go British. It almost has the opposite effect. Right. Even Australian. And is, what's that about? Because if I hear someone speaking British, I'm like, that's the smartest like, oh, person hello. I've ever seen. Well, thank you for coming here. I say, uh, well, and I'm like, I'll, yes, whatever you say. Yeah. Actually, I, my, I'm so inbred. I have trouble. But the most basic of reasoning. I've, but I will be ruling over this this country for the next 50,000 years. I shouldn't be, but I will. No, where am I? Oh, my eyes were closed. Mm. Oh. Um, oh dear, <laughs> my thumb is in my ass again. <laughs> Here it is. It feels so good, I forget I'm doing it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that, but no, I guess but there it is. there is a thing, yeah, you know what I mean? It's yeah, like, yeah, my parents both. Yeah, went to school, went to college in Massachusetts too. Well, so go. that could have that could have extended and it as yeah. well. Yeah, it does. It does. Yeah, and yeah, it's just probably the people you're around. If you're around people with that accent all the mm -hmm. time, then you're you're likely using it all the time. That video you made most recently, the edits are so fast <laughs> that it's it's like it's too fast for my old brain. I feel yeah, like yeah, where yeah. I have to watch it again because there's a piece where right when I'm about to laugh at the thing, it cuts. Because there's so many little yes. chunks of, of goodness. Yes, <laughs> yeah, that's what I like. I like it because it does feel that chaotic <laughs> when you're at home. <laughs> yeah, you're yeah. just like, it's so relentless. You're like, it's coming at you from every angle, and it switches from, like, someone's really sick to, like, look at this bush. Like, that's <laughs> constantly, it's constantly <laughs> just sort of like, look at, like, look at so this. so funny. Look at this new table where I put it, and, like, well, it's official. She's got Alzheimer's. <laughs> you like, think so? No, no, sorry, okay. sorry, sorry. Oh, I mean, mom's like, saying, mom's that saying about this okay, about got some, it, got it. Uh, some neighbor. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, but anyway. Yeah, it is funny. The older your parents get, all, all they ever do is tell you about who's sick. I know. <laughs> I know. And, like, I guess I get it. Like, I guess it's, it's like, uh, yeah, it's, it's news, but it's just so bleak. It's so bleak. And also, they, sometimes they tell you at the worst time. Oh, of course. I also think it's like we have Twitter, so we're kind of getting the bad news of like the world all yeah. the time. And they're probably just like their Twitter is just like that's them the, is just finding out about who's sick. Oh, yes. Mrs. Stevenson. Well, you know, she can't walk anymore. She can't walk. It's official. She can't walk. And, and her boys are helping. But one of them doesn't believe it. No. He thinks that she can walk. Also, 
he got fired. And I'll tell you this. When I say helping, I use that term very loosely. <laughs> I think that they're not doing nearly enough. I think they should be over there making dinner every night. It's their mother. It's their mother. I don't care. I don't care if they live, you know, 50 minutes away. Make <laughs> the effort. There's something <laughs> about that. Because that's a New Jersey accent, right? So weirdly enough, it's a Cranston, Rhode Island Cranston. Accent. Is it actually, you can tell? Yeah, but it's very, wow, very Cranston. similar. So Cranston, Rhode Island is my mom. That's where she was okay. born and raised. But then, f- like, my dad's side was Lowell, Mass. So that's more of, like, the fighter. Like, that's, uh, uh, yeah. that's a little bit more up here. So that's a little bit more traditional, like, Boston. But then... This is Rhode- a class right now. <laughs> yeah, then Rhode Island. Co- I mean, the- Rhode Island comes a little bit down here. So it's almost got a little bit of both. It's wow. got a little bit of Jersey and, and Boston. Because it's in the middle. Yeah. Well, you said the mi- like, it's uh, it's the middle, f- geographically, but also in your mouth. You feel like? Yeah, yeah. I actually don't even know geographically. <laughs> okay. I'm terrible at at um that, but yeah, I think Boston. I I always have trouble with Boston. I can't do it. Yeah, I Boston. think Boston. Boston's my top. Like, again, that's like a really exaggerated, but like Boston's a little bit mafia. Like it's a little bit living a little bit up higher. Yeah, you're gonna. But uh, Rhode Island, Boston. it's like you're coming down here. You're oh, really coming down here. Really? For me? You know what I mean? Like, that's a little bit more. It's very, like, guttural. Bastion. Yeah. Bastion, you're but fucking Bastion's a little bit up here, you fucking kid. You're going to do what? Are you wearing hokas that are fucking tan hokas? I feel like I got it. I feel like when if I do Boston, I got to say, like, call somebody. Yeah, it's a fucking queer. You know yeah, what I mean? Well, right, <laughs> right, like, right. Right. It's, you know, like, yeah, yeah. Like Chicago. It's like, yeah, this guy. Yeah, he's a queer guy. <laughs> <laughs> that's the, so yeah. you have to say bad things. Totally, totally. And that's like the the nicest of the bad things you can say. You have to say other stuff. Oh, totally. Like I mean, all the worst words you can say sound perfect in a Boston accent. Totally. They're they, yeah. They roll mm-hmm. off the tongue in a Boston accent. Yeah, I know. Well, <laughs> better to not unpack that. Yeah. Yeah. I wonder why that wonder is. Why, why is that? Yeah. Um. Yeah. I mean, it's because of regionalism and because of um fear and because of uh, repression repression because they're probably gay and they're too uncomfortable exactly uh, talking totally. about it so it's like you're gay or like a, a little bit like oh he's a good looking guy he might <laughs> what I, I just meant he's a good looking how'd you get that china well i nothing nothing happened at all Totally. I was just uh, I I was fooling around with the wrench and I you know I was st- I'm stupid I'm a dumbass I shouldn't have been picked I shouldn't have picked up a wrench when it's raining out it's wet it's slippery uh, you said you couldn't do Boston kid you go is this socks. Boston is this Boston I think you're right in the pocket kid we don't because I was living in New York for about two months most kind of recently here like uh, July and yes. August work on this show and it's the longest I've spent in New York in my entire life wow. longest ever and I got so used to saying this all the time how you doing how you doing how you doing it feels yeah, so doing? good to say so how, you doing? how you doing uh let me get a. let me get a two slices g- regular two yeah. slices of double bunny and let me get a couple of those uh oh you got what do you got what do you got to drink it doesn't have any alcohol in it huh a coca-cola yeah i'll take a coca-cola how are let the kids yeah how you doing good hey let me get a hey what's up <laughs> Let me get a mac. Let me get a macchiato, okay? Uh, can you you got you get the oat milk? Uh, yeah, I, I, so sue me. I want the oat milk, okay? I can't do dairy anymore. It's just me. This is a lovely plant. What is this? That's a fi- that's a fika. Is that a plant? Is that a fika? Is a fika? Ficus? Ficus? Uh, I know they you know they say my 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 friend's wife's Mexican. She says fuckus, okay? You know, but uh, I told her not to say that again because you know, yeah, sweetheart, you sound like something. You're saying something else. It's actually a true story. Holy shit! Yeah, my friend wife's my friend's wife, Sessie. She's a high level 
biology professor. Wow. And one time she was like, for this test, you have to fuck us very hard to pass this <laughs> test. And we're laughing. No, you must fuck us. What's so funny? And someone goes, oh, focus. <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah, that's uh, that's like there's this. I lived in like Argentina and Spain for you a did? bit. Yeah, like not. I mean, I, 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 in college, in college, I lived in Argentina for like seven months. And then we had like this Spanish exchange student who was Spanish. And so. Every other summer, my brother and I would go to stay with his family in Spain, and, and then he would come stay with us. Okay. And, and the, what about what about Argentina? No. In Argentina, that was just I studied abroad there. Got it. And there's a word in like Castilian, like Spain, Spanish, Castilian, Castilian, yeah, or Castellano, mm. or whatever. That is, um, like, basically, I think it's, um, pick up. There's some word I'm forgetting it right now that basically means pick up, cogar. Maybe okay. in one and then in the other one it means to fuck. So I'd be like, oh, I got to go pick. I, I went to Argentina. And I was like, oh, I'm going to go pick up like my food. And I was saying like, I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm going to go fuck, fuck my, my food. food. <laughs> that seems kind of like a one, like a word where two versions of Spanish wouldn't have something so close. To I know. Kind of prank. It kind of pulling a little prank. Puta. Puta. That means fuck, right? It also means hamburger. It does? <laughs> no, 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 no. That's hamburguesa. No. <laughs> puta. Yeah, puta, I think. Let me get a puta with cheese over here. <laughs> get a puta with cheese. Hey, right. who are you? <laughs> <laughs> hey, who the fuck are you? Hey, yeah. hey I don't know this. What is, what is this? I ordered a puta with cheese. God damn it. I don't got, I got not, I don't even have a mouth to feed. I need another a mouth uh, to do some feeding. You know what I mean? Uh, these kids. Give me a break. Every like one of these realities, this guy's kind of like a stand-up still. Yeah, oh I, yeah, I, absolutely. <laughs> Give yeah. me a break. Everyone in New York to me is a stand-up comedian. Totally. Everyone, in, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Because you lived there for a while, right? Yeah, yeah I lived long? there for six years. Six years, and yeah. you were on the scene. I was on the scene. You were doing. You're going to the clubs. You were hitting the the indie clubs, the, the indie rooms, clubs. Brooklyn, Brooklyn, Borham Hill, Cobble Hill, yeah. Brooklyn Heights. That, look at this. Stu he lived there, folks. Bed Stuy. Two wow, he's hitting them all. Yeah. Fort Green. Well, ooh, that's nice. I love Fort Red Green. Red Hook. Red Hook. If you want to go that far, sure. See, it's far away, isn't it? Red Hook's beautiful. Yeah, my friend lived there, but it was just it's always a hike. Because here you got your car. Nowhere's too far. But mm. when you're on the train, uh. then you go, well, what are you what are you cooking? Like, what they're cooking for dinner becomes a lot more important. I'm looking at a place in Red Hook, but I think it's too far. To, to buy? No, to rent. To rent for when I'm going back uh, like a mo next month. Well, do they get do they do car service for you? Um, yeah. Kinda. Then all of a sudden, I think that's different. If you're going there for work and you're going to get picked up in, in a car, then I think that's beautiful. Then definitely that, so? that's great. But I just think if, it, if you're, yeah, if you would have to pay for the cabs, then it would start to add up. Yeah, I guess that's true. But so they mentioned taking the ferry, and that seems like a, the most complicated process I can possibly <laughs> think of. It's so I the thing with New York is like by the time I left there I was like it was w really wearing me down. I got to LA and I was like I walked to the Grove and I remember being like what is this heaven? Yeah, it is kind <laughs> of. Because I was like this is there was like you know old time music and old, yeah and ice cream and I was just so I was really worn out by New York. But then when I went back this past year, I was so on a high. I was like this is the best place on earth. And one day I was just like. I got to get across town. The, the train didn't... I took the ferry. It was so exhilarating. Oh, it was cool? Yeah, because it's really... I, I was like, I would do this every day if I lived here. But I was in Greenpoint trying to get to Manhattan. So I don't okay. know if that's the same ferry. But it was just... It's a different ferry. It's for the north. So easy. You just popped on, and then you're on this beautiful ferry, and then you're across town. I... I uh, yeah. Summertime. Summertime. That's... But the winter ferry is probably not... True. What happens in the winter? I have to imagine it still runs until it... Does it freeze over? I don't think the river freezes, right? Me neither. Does it? can't get that 
Wow, we don't know that. That's yeah. crazy. Well, hey, listeners, does the river freeze? Call us now. Call us now. One eight hundred. I don't give a fuck about the river. Hey, this is me. I'm calling in about the river. The not fuck. Uh, is this to, to fuck the? If we want to fuck the river, we call uh, this number. Uh, hi. Actually, no. It's not a Puta River. It's more of just a. Uh, we want to know if the river is. Uh, it freezes during the winter. If you can take the ferry or not. Oh, uh, I don't know what I'll tell you. Who freezes during the winter. My wife. She's a freaking bitch. All right. Call you later. Bye. I know. That's so true. Women are cold a lot. That's true. Thank you, caller. <laughs> Uh, we'll use our offer code um, live to tape at snuggy.net and you can get a discounted um, ladies um, cold all the time. Yep. Yep. A ladies snuggy. Oh my God. I found this great thing. I want to get this so bad. I got to show this okay, to you. Okay, please. Um, I really do like these. Are these suede hokas? Yeah. Oh, I, my nice. wife made me get these and I sort of like them. No, they're great. They, I love hokas in general, but the suede, I love them too. they kind of look like a, a dress shoe. They do kind of. Well, th this is one shirt. This is the shirt. It's got the, the wine goblets no. on it. Oh, what does it say under it? Merry it says Merry Christmas. I think it just says Merry Christmas, but there's <laughs> one of them on here that's really good. The, oh. here's, here's This is the one I saw that I thought was stunningly good. Oh, that's perfect. See what it says yes, at the bottom? Yes, I'm cold. Me, 24-7. Like a Bible verse. Well, yeah, exactly. Wow. Yes, I'm cold. Me, 24-7. Oh. This kind of stuff would be good for... Would that you font. I bet if you're listening, you know what font it yeah, is. Yeah, it's sort of like a, a hybrid of Courier meets Comic Sans. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Exactly. They got told they can't use Comic Sans, and they're like, oh, it's what a if bit we hide it with some edges? What is that font called? The one that's um, the one that's on the uh, it's the font on the uh, Life is Good shirts. Yes. What is th yeah? That's that's that font. That kind font. of a, a raggedy Courier. Uh huh. Uh huh. Yep. See, this is interesting because you, you kind of have a New York accent. I wonder if it's happening to you because you're saying... Oh, my God. Are you serious? Yeah, there's certain words where you're going like, cool. Like, yeah. It's probably because you're here. Yeah, true. I'm like uh, osmosis. Yes. That's what happens. I'll be around someone and I'll, I'll like, you know, you're turn an actor. into... You're uh, an actor. <laughs> acting. Isn't can, act never, can, can we talk, talk about, about acting? Yeah, let's Isn't talk about acting hard? <laughs> let's know, talk about it. Acting's hard. Everyone's, yeah. Acting. I mean, it can be so much fun, but it's such a pain at the same time, yes. right? Yes. I mean, that's, yes, yes. I would say the act of acting is like bliss. It's great. Even if it's hard, it's like. Absolutely. Well, but the, everything surrounding it is very. It's trash. It's, it's very tricky. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's tricky. Yeah. Do you feel like you kind of, because you kind of cross between the worlds. You do mm -hmm. stand up. You do all this sketch mm -hmm. character stuff. Did you start with that? Yeah. You did, right? Yeah, I started yeah. with that. Yeah, that was, I mean, more than, any, I, I, more than anything, it was just an easier way to get, like, in. Or not yeah. in, but just it was like, I remember just feeling in New York, like, well, I don't really know how to do this, so I might as well just try to do comedy live or make stuff on my own. How did you start then? Yeah, I started with UCB, so I would take, I took improv classes, and mm -hmm. then I started, I had done that a lot in college. So I was like, I want to try stand-up. So I started doing stand-up. And then, you know, dad got sick, all that. Mm -hmm. When he died and I came back, that's when I was like, I need a break from live comedy in the natural, in like a improv sense. And then I started doing sketch on my phone, really. And, and at Conde, I was working at this job where I got to kind of make sketches for my job. Really? So that was really nice because I got to learn how to edit there. How long ago was that when you started making the character sketches? And I want to say that's like 2017. Okay. Yeah, 2017. And then I was doing that for a while, like maybe all the time for like three years. Yeah. And then once I moved out here, I started doing that less and 
acting. And you moved out here anymore. just just to uh, get out here because you were tired of New York, or were you like something else? No, I mean honestly, it was more just I'd been there for six years. I was starting to do more acting right. and starting to do uh, like less live performance and then my reps were like well you should just come here they were all here and they were like well if you don't really want to focus too much more on live performance then there's no reason why not to be here if you want to work you gotta get on the west coast you gotta you gotta i mean i don't know it feels like now things are changing but back then i'm i'm really glad i made the move things have changed so much now it's really feels weird we were talking about that the other day yeah but that's also i think it's generational but also the fact that that so much now is from wherever you are yeah that it doesn't matter where you live. I know, pretty much. I mean, but but still, yeah. I get it. Probably doesn't matter where you live quite as much. But I'm still like really happy to be here. It wasn't like the pandemic hit, and I was like, oh well, now that if I don't have to be here, I don't right. want to be here. I was like, I, I still love it here. I don't feel yeah. the urge to move. I thought about moving. I thought it'd be cool to live someplace else, but I think it would be something where I would do that and think. I don't. I don't know. I would think I would probably get bored or go a little crazy. Yeah. At the same time, I did. A lot of my friends moved away. Really. So I kind of had to make some new friends. Really, during the pandemic, I met. I kind of purposefully, not purposefully, not purposefully, but kind of uh, very in, sort of intentionally made some new friends with people who I was acquaintances with. We became much better yes. friends because the other people were just weren't around. Yeah. And so you, I'm like, man, I need to have some fucking friends. Totally. Yeah, maybe that's the reason why, I, yeah, I I like it here is I do feel I have a good friend group. So even career aside, I'm like, I love that I can have friends over and we just, ha I feel like there's more hanging out here. There I is? hang out with friends more here okay. than I did in New York. Again, I don't know if it's any location or it might just be stage of life and shit. Yeah. Like, well, New York's more of a drinking thing too, right? True. Yeah, yeah going out and uh, yeah, being out more and I'm uh, probably more of an in person. Yeah. Really? You're more of an in? I do like going out, but in an ideal world, being in with my friends, dream. That's the best. Yeah, it's better if they come to you than you have to go someplace. And yes. like Or even if I go to them and I'm, we're in their place or like I just was in Big Bear this weekend and we were in a cabin. Oh. That, that 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 really is my favorite. You guys do a bunch of drugs? No. Okay. <laughs> That's the, yeah, I mean. Wine? Lots of wine and whiskey. Wine um, and whiskey, but no drugs. Yeah, I don't really do drugs. You never done drugs. I I smoked weed when I was. Wow, you never even smoked weed like a few times. Yeah, back in wow, college. You really are square. No. Yes. Yeah, so, wow. So it's true what they say. So it's true what they say. You're kind of a square. Kind huh? of a square. But yeah, I'm a square. I don't really. Um, I don't really. Uh, yeah, I don't do drugs. That makes sense. A lot of people. It's either kind of either or. Yeah. Where you did it a bunch, or you did it a bunch and you still do it, or you kind of like just not interested in it. Yeah, it's it's. I know that people say it's like really good, but I feel I don't. My brain is not a place I I, I tend to trust, so I don't yeah. like. It doesn't feel like the sturdiest ground. So the the idea of like potentially having to jostle around in there, explore some other place in my brain, I'm like, I don't want to. Some people might say the opposite. They might say, that, "Oh, that means you need to." That's what they say yeah. exactly. So I'm sure that I'm wrong, but I I'm just like too. I'm too scared. Like, yeah. Like, also, that's what they say, too, is if you're scared, that means you probably should. Right. Right. And if you're not scared, that means you need to cut back. <laughs> right, you, right, need to, right. you need to reassess. You need to think about what am I doing that I'm not scared of? <laughs> I should be a little scared of uh, taking a, a daily ketamine hole. 
trip. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I should be a little scared of taking mushrooms every weekend to the point where I'm having a heroic dose experience. Yeah, heroic yeah. dose. Yeah, like, well, that's probably the other part, too, is, okay, well, then what if I let, like, it doesn't, I mean, this is a kind of peek into my brain, but it's like, well, then if I really do like it, that's a problem, too. So it's like, eh. Yeah. Then well, I'm like, I'm oh, what if I really like it and then I want to do it all the time? With mushrooms, you can't get addicted to them. Also, because your tolerance goes up super fast. Mm. It's one of the only things that is, uh, I mean, mushrooms are an exception to everything because yeah. it's like a perfect drug. It's not really even a drug. To say drug is kind of not correct because I, I think of a drug as either something you take, like a prescription, that's a drug. Yep. Or something you take that gets you fucked up and high. And with, with psilocybin mushrooms, they don't really do either. They kind of do, but if you take them a lot, your tolerance will go through the roof and they will not be effective anymore. Hmm. Hmm. It's like a built-in roadblock in a way, a built-in uh, speed governor yes. with, the, uh, with the stuff. Yeah, okay, that's good to know. I think that that would be probably the one I would try if I were to first venture yeah. out versus like, I don't know, Molly or something. Yeah, some I've some Molly stuff can be, I've done it a couple times and I've never really... I want to do that again. It yeah. seems kind of just... I did it with my wife. She did it at Disneyland. Wow, that does seem like the place to do it. Yeah, exactly. That's what you'd think. And she had the worst experience. Oh, no. Absolutely terrible experience. She kept seeing stuff, no. that, like visually, that was making her feel... Because she's an artist, right? And she has like... Um, she. I would say she has sort of an asshole's uh, visual sense. Like she's very dogmatic about what she like, thinks is visually interesting and what she thinks okay, is yes. terrifyingly ugly so we we were coming back from uh seeing the fireworks and i i took we took them right for the fireworks they hit me super fast and i was having a great time i've i've taken this molly stuff before okay great and um and had she take, taken it before no she hadn't this is oh. her first time and i i'd taken it just a few times it didn't take that much either very small amount saw the fireworks it was great Saw a fucking Dumbo. It was beautiful. I think she even cried because it started to hit her. But then when we started going back towards downtown Disney, she saw this big, what's his name? Sebastian? Is he the, the, the candlestick? The uh, the, the what's the candlestick's name? Pierre or something like that? Yeah, call it Pierre. I that don't know. Guy, but yeah, the, the candlestick. A massive <gasps> Pierre candlestick in the Dis downtown Disney store. And it just looked so ugly. She was like, oh, no. I had to like base. She could barely walk. I was having no. to carry her back to the oh. hotel. I put her in bed. We basically, she takes like three or four showers on and off. And we put on like the super soothing channel. And another thing that set her off was she saw, you know what the uh, big, big hotels when they have a pool? Yeah. They have that um, special chair for people yes. who are disabled to yes. lure them into the water. Yes. She saw that and it just like set her off again. Like, oh my God, like so sad and so. Oh my God. Like the combination of the way it looked with also. The just implication of what it meant. Something just. <gasps> And she just had the worst time, and I had to take care of her, and eventually she calmed down. Eventually, you know, it started to wear off, and she started feeling okay again. And we went out and had some drinks at the Tiki Bar there, and um, I had a bunch of drinks because I was <laughs> just trying to, like, you know, set up happy that she was feeling better. And the did, next do you day, like she felt great, though. Do you remember it? Like, would she re did she remember? Oh, yeah. She okay, definitely okay, remembers so it. That's okay. why she doesn't trust. Anytime I'm like, maybe you want to try taking a little bit of mushroom. She's like, nope, nope, <laughs> no. <laughs> like, it doesn't work with me that way. Yeah, that's it. That's it. I mean, I guess it's, it would be good to try once to know that, but that's kind of how I feel. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But no one ever tells you that. No one ever talks about, hey, there's a chance that if you're a certain type of person who's, like, emotionally sensitive or who has, like, a, I don't know what it is. There's a certain type of person who has 
when these quote unquote things that's supposed to make you feel so good, like Molly or ecstasy, you don't feel good. You feel like an overwhelming amount of of input that causes you to feel bad. Yeah. Not like this generic, because there's no like generic, you take this and you're just going to be fucking like uh, humping the couch. <laughs> right, right, right. Like sure, maybe if you're in your 20s and you're just a dumbass. Right, because that's what you'd be doing anyway. Yeah. Like, yeah, that's what it seems like, is it just sort of heightens whatever is in your head or in your mind. I don't get it. It doesn't make sense to me. There's no like perfect thing for anybody, I guess. Yeah. But I still think that taking a small amount, a, a microdose. A microdose. Of psilocybin is... Probably not bad for anybody. That's the mushrooms. Yeah, it yeah. won't. It you probably won't even notice it actually for the most part. And so I do feel there's now like therapy that uses hundred percent shrooms and ketamine, fully, fully legal too. Yeah, hundred percent legal. Yeah, all that stuff is now basically boring. Because yeah, because <laughs> yeah. it's like used by boring people in an office right, instead right. of uh, going to the woods. Yeah, instead of Burning Man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You been? No. Yeah, I haven't either. Yeah. I was going to go one year, but I had to sell my tickets because I got this job. But I was going to go. You were going to go. I was going to go. Oh, wow. Yeah, I mean, I like camping, but I think that <laughs> that's kind of not the highlight of that Yeah, it's trip. not really camping, is it? <laughs> I show up with just, like, backpack. You do a lot of camping? Yeah. I I don't any... I was thinking about this this weekend. I don't... Right. I haven't in a while, but I when I was in college, I camped all the time. Because I, I went to college in Vermont, so it's okay. like so beautiful. Super crunchy. Super crunchy. Fish. Do you like fish? Eating or fishing? Fish the band. Oh, fish the band. You know fish the band? I do, I do, I do, but... They're um, from Vermont, right? Yeah, they gotta be. Yeah. The, yeah, tie-dye. Yeah, I think they're from Vermont, or at least New Hampshire or something like that. Yeah, maybe... Yeah, but um, no, I'm not particularly... Uh, fish fan but springsteen you're more of a springsteen uh, springsteen for sure you're into, you're into the boss yeah i'm into the boss the boss bruce i love bruce yeah no i'm it was like a really crunchy place that i i was like not crunchy there like i was like right. oh wow this is i'm learning about crunchiness by right being here yeah meet a lot of people named madeline who don't wear shoes <laughs> yeah 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 shoes like, hi, are oh optional. my god hi how are you yeah just so much eye contact yeah. Um, well, actually, shampoo is very bad. <laughs> yeah. Well, great. Uh, yes. So um, sh- no, no, that's no. R- Alyssa, you shouldn't be using that. No, actually, bar soap can can work for yeah, just about any part of your body, hair included. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, we we put it in that we just sh- make shavings of it. We take the dog's fingernails and we shave the bar soap and we just throw it in the washer. Yeah. And it's an old washer we found. Yeah, it's yeah, it's just an old set of. Of tambourines, <laughs> and so it's yeah. You just you you get to play music while yeah. you clean. It's really beautiful. It's so beautiful. It just inspires me. I clean so much. Actually, I don't clean, but that's <laughs> why. Because to do it enough, to do it w- would be too much. It would be too much. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <sighs> um, I don't anyway, think my parents have a lot of money. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, I we I come from significant this, wealth. I found this house, <laughs> and I just love it. It turns out we did own it, <laughs> and it was on our property. It's a back house, but she you know, I felt like house. I found it because it was in such disrepair. No, I did so much. I did so much work. Well, I, 
I talked with the contr- I talked with the people who did the work on mm-hmm. it. Yeah, we really were in mm-hmm. communication. I picked the colors. Yeah, earth we d- tones. We definitely decided that this should be a brown color. Yeah, and they did that. They did so. Uh-huh. <laughs> And you have to meet Starsky. She's our designer. (laughs) She's wonderful. (laughs) She went to NYU. She went to NYU. She's she's well. She's nineteen. She's at NYU right Mm -hmm. now. But that's it's cheaper that way, (laughs) and she can learn on her feet. We love it. Her mother is. Do you know Dr. Tilda Swinton? (laughs) It's her daughter. It's Tilda's daughter. So Tilda's Tilda's a good friend of the family. Tilda, so, she's so down yeah. to earth. You wouldn't believe it. You wouldn't she believe really it. She really is, though. But her she and my father have worked together a lot. Yes. Spielberg? Sexually. Oh. They, my father is her um, companion, travel companion. Sexually. He's also a, uh, an architect uh, and a James Beard winning chef. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what's going on. You know that Tilda Swinton has a companion she travels with? What does that mean? She has a man who is her companion. But not like... A, it's not her husband. And uh, when she's like at home, he's not there. It's just no. for the road. Just for just for the road. No. This so might be old news. It might not be current anymore. But, but at the time. A period of time, she had a, a man who was her, you know, it's like basically her slut. Wow. Yeah. That's awesome. I know. I really respect her for that. I do. Because, uh, you know, she was probably like, man, I hate travel. Every time I have to mm-hmm. travel, I hate it so much. But I love when I have sex and someone was like, well, what if I bought you? <laughs> what if I you, got you? boy, come here. <laughs> You'll be traveling with me if you wish. Okay. I'll pay you a stipend. It'll be good. Good amount of money. I mean, I'm sure that's a, I'm sure that is like a. A job. A job. Yeah. Because it is, the road is really lonely. A I'm courtesan, sure. A sense. Yeah. 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 A courtesan, a sense. Yeah. She's doing stand-up now. She's, yeah, she's hitting the. <laughs> <laughs> She's going to be in Jersey this weekend at, yeah, Lucky Crabs. Stop Lucky laughing. Crabs. Stop laughing. <laughs> Stop laughing. It's not funny yet. <laughs> Hold your laughter. I will kill you with this brick. <laughs> Tilda on the road. Do you work with her? Nope. You. Neither have I now. That'd be cool if you had. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you're like, actually, I've uh, Tilda, this is how you say it, right? Tell me you've worked with Tilda. Ready? You know the way you tell someone you've worked yeah. with someone? Have you worked with Tilda? No. Oh. Oh, I'm supposed to say Yeah, ready. So okay, okay, try me again. Do the Hollywood way yeah, where yeah, it's okay. like, you know how you tell someone you've that you've worked with someone yeah, without okay, telling okay. them you've worked with Got them? Got it. Here yeah. we go. Let's try it. Yeah, I actually just saw that movie, uh, the one about the Snowpiercer, oh, yeah? Tilda Swinton, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. She's great. Yeah. She's so kind and so such a giving um, scene partner. Wait, you've worked with her? <laughs> <laughs> Actually, yeah. Oh, yeah. The soap piercer. Right. I forgot she did that. She did. Oh, how, was that good? I know she loved. She had such a good time on that. Yeah. Set. She, she told me. Like, she told me that she really loved working with uh, with what's his name, the the hot American guy. Um, you know, they had got along famously. Yes. Yes. Tilda's so. F- oh my God. Tilda's so, so funny. <laughs> <laughs> Tilda. What did she say? She has this saying about. I'm sorry. But I'm trying to remember this. Tilda yeah, said. No. Uh, well, she hates shoes. Yes, so yes. She would throw them at people, and she would say, watch this. <laughs> it was so funny. <laughs> it was so, yeah. yeah. She's such a card. I really she really it. is. She really is. It was great working with her. Those Because those she turns it on, too. I mean, she I, really, but then when mm-hmm. she goes into the scene, you go, oh, my God. I I mean, she takes you in. Uh-huh. It's and it was great working with her, those, those 14 minutes uh, we had together. Oh, you had 14? Yeah. I just yeah. was giving her coffee. Oh, um, okay. Oh, Tilda. <laughs> okay. Yes, Tilda. 
Oh, gosh. Yeah. That's, yeah. That's a real. It's a real LA thing. thing. Yeah. Where are you based? Oh, um, I'm based in LA. Oh, you are? Okay. Yeah, yeah. Got it. Okay. Um, I'm sort of by coastal Oh, you are? Yeah, yeah. I'm based oh. in uh, Brooklyn and also um, uh, Manhattan Beach. Oh, is that right? Yeah, that's where I'm based. I have two bases. You have two bases. Oh, gosh. I, w- I wish I could have two. Yeah, I'm just, I, I am swamped I, with work. You actually don't want to be have two bases. <laughs> that's great. You're working out. It's no, great. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. just back to back. You're backed up, huh? Yeah. You're really backed up? I'm really backed up. Okay. I keep pushing the shoots, push the shoots. You know, that's what I'm always telling my agents, like, Push the shoot. I just called the UPM. You, <laughs> I called the UPM. I called Henry, the unit production manager. I say, Henry, Henry, gorgeous. I love you. Yes, but this is not going to work for no. me. No, yeah, and, and it's I, just not going to work. Ju- you look at the uh, call time six a.m. Henry, Henry, um, <laughs> I, do, what do you think? Um, <laughs> no, <laughs> no <laughs> Henry, figure out a different way. I'm going to shoot fourteen pages this week. Okay. <laughs> And you know that Mr. Wahlberg is not going to be there, so. Mm. Have you worked uh, with him? No, have you? No. Wahlberg, I do feel, yeah, I feel well, our accents are, sen- like, he's 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 in a lot of, I feel, Boston adjacent yeah. movies and shows. He would love you. Yeah, we would, we would. He would love you. Mark, we, Marky Mark would love you. Mac, Macky Mac. Mac. I do love him, even though I feel like I shouldn't. Right, right. Like, I love all those Peter Berg movies. You watch those movies? What are those? Like, uh, Patriot's Day and uh, um, Lone Survivor and, like, um, the Boston Marathon. That's the Boston Marathon. Oh, yeah. Um, oh, Deep yeah. Deepwater Horizon. Yeah, see, that's... It's I all think those movies, the blue-collar movies, where he's like, what do you mean? What do you mean? I can't do... Can you do his accent? Walking Mock's accent? I, I don't know. I think it's all the same side of thing. What do you mean? Oh. Uh, but, boss. What? I'm picking up wine for the kids later. You got, you got, what was that... You're going to wine for the kids? It's Jason's birthday later. It's Jason's birthday? Oh, why didn't you tell me that earlier? Then I would have told you I don't give a shit. (laughs) But you want this drilled in two days. It's not safe. It's not safe to do that. Well, you think I care about safe? (laughs) If I cared about safe, I wouldn't have this scar on my arm. (gasps) But boss, boss, he always talks like that, right? He's always got this sort of of up here. Yeah. Kind of like that. Yeah. How's your mother? How's your mother? Yeah. Head, Head body, head body. Head body, head body, head body. Yeah, I mean, well, so you know, that's Lowell. That's where my dad's from. I thought that's the town, no? Oh, it might be the town. I love the town. No, it's not town. It's, it's Lowell, isn't it? It's well, the fighter, I thought you were talking. The fighter The fighter is Lowell? Left the fighter Lowell. Oh, wow. Yeah, the town is close to Lowell. Melissa too, Leo. Who's that? She's the actress who won the Academy Award for that movie, right? Oh, for the mom? Yeah. Oh, she was so She's good. She's great. She was so, uh, yeah. I've heard from someone who worked with her that she's uh, a little crazy. <laughs> really? A little bit like, uh, wow, you are uh, like a cartoon of what we would think uh, uh, sort of a, not a psycho, but a um, <laughs> someone who is an incredible actor who is also sort of difficult to work with in the sense they are, um, they're very passionate. Okay. You know what I mean? Okay. So maybe a little bit of elevated speech, a little bit of a yelling. Yes. Happening. Yeah. <laughs> Is well, that's the trick with actors. Is it's like they're so if they're good at acting, then they we don't know who they. Yeah, are. you don't they know who they are. I have it's no like, idea. Well, you're, a, you're a great actor, so we don't know who anyone is really. Yeah, that's that's the trick of it all. A lot of times, the good ones are real kind of dumb. 
Yeah, well. Or seemingly kind of simple, like they just don't quite get normal. Like I feel like the way about Robert Pattinson, I love him. But if you see him in interviews, it feels like he's not doing anything when he's not acting. He is really just looking at like a Rubik's Cube being like, I don't think it's possible to solve this. You just couldn't do it. Well, I think it's also that we're around. Was your start in comedy as well? Yeah. So I think that's probably it. Is comedians totally. are the, the, uh, the comedians Opposite. are hyperactive and they're constantly going and thinking and and fun. Yeah. So and almost in the way that actors can be like anyone, comedians are usually so them so something so yeah. like they're themselves in a certain way. But how do you think about that? Because you do all these characters, mm-hmm. and that is that's like both things where you're doing a character, you're embodying that you like live in it the second you do it it turns on and so i'm sure there's people who've watched you who are like oh my god like you just you just did that you just (laughs) turned into a different person yeah suddenly it's very impressive to a lot of people oh you can do that yes well thanks yeah i mean i think that's that's i think i I, that's why i prefer it to comics i don't think i uh, that i i like more you mean like opposed to opposed to stand up? Yeah, yeah, because the stand up is a, such a thing where it becomes such a uh, a personal voice thing. Correct. Where it kind of can be, I find it to be a little bit. Uh, I don't want to think about what I want to what I'm thinking about. I want to think about what this character is thinking Same. about because it's so much more relaxing. Same. That's how I feel. That's how, and you can bring your own stuff to it if you want. Or you don't have to, and it's just like it's yeah. it's very freeing to me to be. But I know comedians who it's very freeing to them to be on stage and be able to say whatever they want so i think it's just like what you what you like or what drew you to the art did what draw you here was the thing like i gotta say this thing that's on my mind or was it like i like performing i like escaping into some the escapism to me is the ultimate me too it's i thought i said it to someone recently like a really well-known comedian and he couldn't believe me he was was like really like yeah like it feels like like when you're doing a character, either on stage or as a part of a, a scene that's being filmed, if you're in the character and it's enough a departure from who you are, oh. it's this thing where it feels so good that afterwards it's just such a drag. Totally, totally. You and you, when you say afterwards it's such a drag, you mean like like being you. Yeah, that's like why being I feel you too. sucks. Totally. That's why I think that people like Johnny Depp, like I, I get it. Yeah. I get why you're a, like. Everyone makes fun of you for being this crazy old man who's covered in jewelry like a pirate. It's because once you found that role, it just felt so good. Like, why would I go back to being not this guy if right. I don't have to? He's rich enough. No one's going to tell him, to, hey, stop talking like a fucking pirate. He's going to be like, <laughs> what do you mean? I'm just, oh, I have a little bit of, why? You know, he's just, he became the guy. Well, right, and it's why people go crazy, like, playing that, what's that role that a lot the of The Joker. People, right, because it's like, oh, yeah, totally. you, you are living alongside with, inside of this the person. Chaos. Yeah. So but the chaos feels, I mean, I've said that time and time again about how Heath Ledger didn't kill himself, but he definitely was trying to get back to that feeling, and in the process killed himself by overdosing mm. because he wants to get back to that. Wow. It felt just so fucking good yeah. to live in that insane chaos of that man. Totally. Oof. Do you get do you get dips after Oh what? yeah. Yeah, same. I don't I guess I get like dips. I also just feel uh total mania because I feel like I have to be doing stuff. Otherwise I will just I don't know. Uh, like it feels so good to do to to be active. Yeah. That um 
I I liken it now to like being a border collie where <laughs> the border collie's good at its job, but it has to have a job. Yeah. If you don't ha- you don't have the job, it gets in trouble. It starts to like rip up the couch yes. or just do stuff like that. Totally. So I have to give myself something to do. Otherwise, I'll get super, um, I'll get negative or I get like, uh, I guess I'll get self-destructive. I think negativity is a form of self-destruction. Definitely. Because Definitely. obviously we have nothing to be sad about really, you know right. what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's, I, I, there's some like, your brain is like a great tool, but like you don't want to be controlled by it. Like the minute right. you're, like if you can use your brain on things, then that's great. But when there's nothing to use it on, then your brain starts going inward and so attacking yourself. Itself. That's when it's trouble. Yeah. Yeah. But it took me forever to recognize that yeah. that was actually a thing. I think only just very recently I had, I was running, I was in New York and I was had like, you know, so many days off, but I was running outside by the by the shore by the what do you call it? like the the boardwalk place in yeah. Brooklyn, so fucking beautiful. So it's like beautiful. incredible. Not in that part of the year, oh. it's just wonderful. And it, I was listening to music, and it's like a weird thing. It felt very psychedelic. Yeah, like f- it felt extremely psychedelic to have this. I'm getting all these endorphins, and I had this thought where I, I don't know. Sometimes I'll get kind of not sad. I'll get like emotional if I'm exercising because I think it's like this combination of music and. Um, the endorphins Definitely. make you like, think about stuff, and I think it's a good thing. It feels good to yeah. even like cry if you're running yes. and stuff like that. And I was thinking about how, okay, the idea that we are, um, we're obviously very high level incarnations. I don't know what you, what you believe in terms of uh, that sort of thing, but where humans can affect their surroundings significantly, we yeah. can do all so much stuff, and uh, it's like such a gift. And I was thinking about how, man, sometimes I would love to be. Just be like a rat, you know, be like a crow. You don't have to worry about as much stuff because you have this simple life. But at the same time, you think about in terms of uh, Buddhist and Hindu philosophy, those are considered lower incarnations. So Mm. if you're doing something wrong, you get demoted. You get back to a lower incarnation. So Mm. if you're a human, there's a reason you're a human. Wow. And I was thinking about that, like, okay, I'm complaining about being a human when it's the thing that every living thing aspires to because wow. you have so much ability to affect your environment. And it made me realize that unless you treat the idea of having um, having abilities, having all this stuff, unless you treat it as a gift, it becomes a curse. Totally. Because you feel like you're cursed by all this. You're, I'm so anxious. I'm so all this. When really that's all because you've been incarnated at such a high level that you you can handle this. Yeah. You just think you can't. And it becomes a curse because you're not able to see it as what it is. It's, like it's a tool. Yes. Wow. Yeah, that's that's really well said. It's like that's a very enlightened way to look at it. And it just made me think that that's kind of how I think I, the shift for me was when I realized I only had one shot at life. Like yeah. so I think that I used to be so caught up in yeah, anxiety or I wish I could just be, yeah, like a dog and not have to worry about so much. And then at a certain point realizing like, oh shit, like this is it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Maybe that's just part of getting older where you go, oh, this is like, this is it. So then, yeah, it's a gift to even be alive, to be, to be anxious or whatever. It's like, great, this is another chance at, at life. So mm-hmm. yeah, but it's hard. It's hard. It's obviously easier said than done. Well, yeah, it's easier to say. It's also hard to remember that. Yeah. Like, have you seen The Sopranos? Yeah. I'm watching it for the first time. I'm, I'm like, I got like four episodes left. So well. I'm just kind of like, Putting the brakes on because I like it so much. Of course. You know how um, when Tony gets out of the hospital, he's like so full of joie de vivre. Yeah. And he's grateful for everything. 
and he's talking to his therapist how he's getting back in the nitty gritty, and he's I think he says something like it's just so hard to remember. It's hard, to, you know, you, you get caught up in stuff yeah. and you forget all these high-minded ideas you had when yeah. you were at the edge of life. Yes, and that's such such a thing where it's um, it's so hard to re- constantly remember that. Oh, nothing really fucking matters at all. Right. Except for maybe like the people you love yep. and doing stuff that makes you happy. Everything else is totally like absolute, just can throw it away. It doesn't yeah. matter. Like yeah. if someone steals your car, it's not a big deal at all. <laughs> right. Really. <laughs> right. It's just kind of an inconvenience. And yeah. It's like a thing or. Yeah, no, it's true, but it's tough to, it's tough to not slip into the nitty gritty. And maybe even slipping into the nitty gritty is also a way to like distract ourselves from death too. Because mm-hmm. it's like if you are thinking all yes. the time of that, that it is heavy. It's like oh, sh- it can get heavy when you're like we only have one shot and every. So I think sometimes the nitty gritty is a relief. It's like oh great, I have to just stress about this this work thing. What's this deadline? This is like, a distraction from mortality. A little bit, <laughs> exactly, exactly. Do you feel like that was something that changed in your mind when you had to experience? You know, because your dad, your father died. Yeah. And how long ago was that? Now it was seven years. Seven last years week. ago. Yeah. So that's a big thing because yeah. obviously he was younger than yeah. he should be. Yeah. But that must have changed your mind about a lot of things, right? Yeah. Yeah. I um I did this solo show, No Bad Days. So I've right? talked about this uh, a. Um, apologies if you've if you've no. heard me say this before. Well, people uh, have to watch your pod. special. Your special yes. is no bad days. No bad days, but but basically, yeah, my dad. Uh, two things. He really was very positive, extremely positive okay. about the entire thing, and kept pushing us to ha- to go outside and to like spend our last days together. Well, um, right. And two, he didn't want to change anything about his life when he got the diagnosis. He just wanted more time. Right. And I remember thinking, like, that's not how I feel at all. There's so there, I would feel like there's so much I have to change about my life. Mm-hmm. So I just started being like, well, I should just change that now so that if death comes knocking, I can say, yeah, I wish I had more time, but I'm doing what I want to do today. Right. Uh, or, uh, you know, to obviously you have to work. and But on a high level, I'm, I'm, I'd be like, okay. I'm, and it's nice when you get in moments where you feel, yeah, like this past weekend, I'm in Big Bear with my friends, and I'm going like, this is, this is it. This right. is really great. I'm doing something right now that feels, yeah, really. So I wasn't doing that back then. I just was not Does, living was, life that way. Was there stuff that you stopped doing or ditched, like whole activities where you kind of thought, this is so stupid? I mean, I think more than anything, <sighs> it was just, I just got rid of, like, fear mm-hmm. and i mean i still am scared of a lot of stuff but i i wasn't i was afraid to say i even wanted to be an actress it was just like little oh, things where yeah. it's like yeah i want to be an actor who cares right. <laughs> who cares yeah i want to be an actress i want to and then just um i was very aware that any day everything could could go away so i just became less pessimistic i would really try and i still really try to be like what's a good part of every day so even if it's a shitty day is there something in the day that that's good mm-hmm. um, which i wasn't doing before and that was really just basically a, a wake-up call on a mindset shift i can't imagine yeah it has all my, all my friends i know who've had like real big mindset mindset shifts have gone through something like cancer yeah. or had a, a family member die close to them yeah and yeah because it, it really fucks with your head yeah 
It does. It it does. <gasps> I mean, and you know, now I'm almost coming to the the other side of the coin, which is like uh, being okay with slowing down again in a way. Right. Because there's another part of it which is like death. I felt it was so close and could be so close that it was like, I don't have time. So I'm going to say yes to everything and I'm going to like really fill my, so now I guess maybe I'm, I'm trying to be more okay with saying no, a bit more calmness. Yeah. Yeah. That's such a weird balance to strike. How I have so much trouble with that. Yeah. It's like one day I'm this one day I'm that. I change from day to day, whether I'm like, okay, I'm going to say yes to everything. It'll be super nice. And then right before you got here, I'm thinking, you know what? I'm not going to look at my email for a week and I'm not going (laughs) to answer my fucking phone. I'm just going to make, I'm just, I don't want to fucking talk to anybody about anything. I know. I know. It's really hard. It's really, yeah. I think it's hard to say. No, I think as creatives, you get in the beginning. There's this big thing of like say yes to everything. Say yes, Do yes, say yeah. yes. Don't you don't ever say no to a show. Don't miss out on. And I think when that's what we've, and we don't like being idle. So yeah. that combo makes it very hard to say no. But I also feel that. It's not good to just do things just to, just to do them. Do them, yeah. Because then you're not bringing your whole self to it, and then that's not. So I think it's a balance. That's um, the hardest thing was for me to realize in the past couple of years was just not to do, like not to do a stand-up show because I need some fucking validation. Correct. Correct. Also, you might get do it, and you might fucking kind of bomb, and then it's when you're worse than where you were. Whereas if you if you love the act of doing it then you go no matter what happens in the outcome I'm going to love being like that's how I felt about this podcast like no matter what happens I know I'm going to have fun talking right. to you so it doesn't matter if like there's no outcome on this that I'm like a, looking forward to like happiness from it's just the actual yeah. act of the thing is no good. expectations or yeah it's like I'm not doing this because I'm like well this will really you can say it it's not going to help your career <laughs> no I, but you know what I mean like <laughs> I guess I'm just like. I mean, like, maybe it will actually. No, it, know, it, it, it definitely, yeah. it definitely will. But I think like, like okay, the happiness from this is right. going to. I know I'm going to be is going to come at the very least 100. percent I will be happy doing the podcast. So right. then, if something great happens for my career from this, that's a win. Mm-hmm. If nothing happens, it's not a loss. Whereas I think if you don't like the thing you're doing, and you're just like, but hopefully it will get me something in the outcome. Yeah. Then that's in trouble because, like you just said, then if you don't like the, th- then that so that's what I'm trying to. Shift. It's like a DJ playing music they don't like, right? <laughs> and again, this is all a balance. It's like if there, that's once your basic needs are met. So it's like once you obviously there are things you have to do you don't like to get yeah. money or to work, yeah. but I'm talking about beyond that. Yeah, like, yeah, you gotta say no sometimes. Yeah, yeah, I think the yeah, yeah. I just pick up and leave. Wait a minute. Yeah, I yeah, gotta wait. say no. What am wait I doing minute. here? I don't want to fucking be here. <laughs> Not Tony Soprano. Yeah, and like that other show we did together was so fun. Like I'm, I'm into now. That just was fun. Saying yeah. yes to shows that I know I'm gonna have fun at or podcasts that I know I'm gonna enjoy, and then yeah. Or if you're like working toward a thing, do you have like a new project thing you're trying to to do now that you're saying no to do exactly. to work on that? Yeah, exactly. That's it, too, is like I am, yeah, writing a show with my friend, and it's like, yeah, that's, I really love doing that. So yeah. things that, other things are going to come in the, in the way of that. So I have to, like, really want to do that thing, to be like, it's worth taking time away from this right. other thing. It's fucking hard, though. It's, it's hard. hard. Because you want to stay balanced, too, because it's like, as we know, you don't know where a show's going to go. You don't know where, yeah. so you want to, you don't want to put 
like your whole life on pause for something either because then you're like, it's got to go. Mm-hmm. And that's a bad. Oh, that's bad as hell. Yeah. I've been there and I've thought, had people. The worst is when someone tells you like, you know, this is going to be really big. <laughs> oh, like, that's, that, that. You don't know fucking shit. Totally, totally, totally. Everyone's so wrong all the time about all so many time. things. Like everything. What I was thinking about the other day is how often the weather is wrong. Yes. Isn't and that they crazy? Have like, they have like pictures from space or whatever. They're like, they're, they got drones in the clouds. Yeah. That kind of makes you think the flat earth is in or maybe, maybe. <laughs> you got a point. No, but I, yeah, ever, no one knows shit. We, that's why it's like you just got to do what, what feels real and honest and try your best. And that's kind of it. Because, yeah, there's no, there's no way of predicting anything. Unless you live in New York, which is, you know, that's like a, you know, New York is a different vibe. Yes. I sometimes want to scream when I'm there because I feel like people are so, um, you know, they're so like locked in their own world sort of thing because people are so used to ignoring. Yes. That I have, tr- I have trouble there because I want to look at everything. But sometimes I just want to stay on the corner and go, oh! <laughs> and no one would t- even really flinch. No one give a shit. Yeah, yeah. It's so weird. I know. That's why it's a great, it was a great, pl- like if you want to, feel anonymous and if you want to escape but be around people it's a great place but i, I yeah. felt the opposite though i felt like i um was always being looked took me so took me about a month mm. before i started being like no one cares right, no one's looking right. at you at all no one gives a shit no nothing at all totally you can lie to everyone constantly and they just think yeah i was i started becoming a new yorker i started just being like do you know what i would do actually all the time mm. i don't know if this is weird or not I would like talk anywhere I would go. I talk getting a coffee, getting lunch, getting something. I would talk to the people working there, like just really friendly. Yeah. Like, oh my God, what, what's this? Oh, cool. Just really. And sometimes it would be, it would be really good. I think. Yeah. I think New Yorkers are more friendly in that way, maybe. Yeah, I mean it's yeah. I think yes. If there's not like. A line or something like because like, yeah, I remember going to get because yeah, I remember going okay. to get a bagel after being in LA for a while and yeah kind of just bringing the like hey how are you like what and, and it was like no just tell me what you like we don't have time for that tell me yeah. what you want we gotta move up we gotta yeah keep this thing going we gotta get this going we gotta get the we gotta get the bagels out of Shelsky's yeah Shelsky's that the one on uh, Fulton Street and Shelsky's uh, I can't think of the name of it it's very good oh that sounds great though yeah I mean the fish. The fish, yeah. I don't know. I don't, yeah. Fish are, you the Itali- band? are you Italian? <laughs> are you Italian? I'm I'm Greek. I thought I was 100% Greek, and then my aunt took a test and found out we're like, I'm like a quarter Italian. A quarter Italian. But I grew up Greek Orthodox. and Really? Greek, yeah. Greek Orthodox? Yeah. What's that, what's that like? Well, it sounds maybe more intense than it is, but it's just, yeah, I just grew up like going to Greek church. It's like Catholics, right? Yeah. It's the same thing? And I went to Catholic school, so like, it, yeah, it was very similar, I'd say. You went to Catholic school from a young age? Yep. My yeah, whole me too. Really? Well, not, from, not from a young age, but from, uh, I started in seventh grade in Catholic school. Okay. So I had the weird experience where I started late. Yeah. And I was like, what the, what f- the you guys f- are fucking crazy. <laughs> right, right. Because it's so true. I, I had, yeah, the opposite experience of, right, leaving, going to college and being like, oh, shit, we don't have to pray before every class. Yeah. This is amazing. Did you have a uniform? Yeah. Not a dress code, but a uniform? Oh, yeah. Wow. So f- starting at kindergarten? Yeah. So you were really pre-K. You were in pre-K to, to senior year. I was at a Pre-K Catholic to school. Pre-K senior Catholic school, the mm-hmm. same school. No, St. Margaret's was the Catholic school from middle school and then LaSalle. All girls? School. Nope. 
Okay. Never, never all girls. Never all girls. Yeah. I mean, I will say both with both religions, I just had a lot of structure and rules growing yeah. up. So it's like, I wonder if I still crave that. Like, I really like structure and rules probably just because i grew up with just so yeah sometimes it's the opposite though i think going yeah, to definitely. catholic school for me made me be like oh fuck you totally and you, you want to rebel against everything like if i see a light switch that says do not touch this switch i'm gonna be like well i'm gonna touch it <laughs> see that's incredible I'm gonna find out what happens uh, that's incredible i would see that and i would be like you couldn't pay me to touch oh this so thing. you're like a super big rule person definitely really yes oh that's interesting yeah okay. yeah but that yeah i mean that's funny i wonder if there's a lot of people like that and i, I wonder like if that has to do with that though because you probably from until seventh grade had more choice and like did you have no uniform till seventh grade not at all even that alone you're choosing your own style. You're figuring out what you like. Got to go to the bathroom? Go to the bathroom. Wow. That, yeah. to me, was a weird wake-up call, is going to the bathroom and having some teacher be like, where are you going? Like, Wait, so I'm you going didn't have to, to, ask to go to the bathroom? As no. <laughs> That's nuts. Yeah. Also, I think I was probably, um, was and maybe still am, sort of a bastard in that sense, where I just don't want to have to... like. Right, it could just uh, be that this is the way we're both wired. I hate someone monitor. I hate being monitored. Mm. I hate being like, like if there's, uh, back to on set, if you're yep. on set and there's people, you know, running your whereabouts and stuff, a lot of times I'll try to like, um, what do you call it, like juke them? Yeah, like, yeah. Try to, like, try to throw off my tail. Yes. The next thing I know, they're like, oh, we've been looking over for you. I'm like, I was just over here. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what do you mean? I was just behind this trailer reading wow. a book. See, this is so fascinating because I love being on set for that exact reason of like, I just love, I always have somewhere to report. I always yeah. have somewhere to be. I always, yeah. That's the one part I hate is when it's just people. Uh, yeah, he's here. I got eyes on, yep, I got uh, eyes yeah. on him. Johnny's yep. taking a shit. Uh, he <laughs> says it'll be about five minutes. <laughs> That kind of stuff. I hate when someone's like, um, yeah, monitoring you at all. I Did you do it. sports growing up? Not at all. Yes. Yeah, hated that. sports. See, this is, I wonder how, yeah, because I was an athlete. So I'm like, I oh, wonder. Oh, it is. That's what I, it is. This is what, but again, it could be that I was drawn to athletics because I'm this way. Mm -hmm. So who knows how much is right. what came first. But yeah, I love, yeah, I, yeah. I, what sports? I was a runner. A runner? Yeah. You still run? No. I got. Really? My hips fucked up because of all my really yeah. how bad. I have a torn labrum, so it's what not the hell is that torn labrum? I don't know. Well, all of a sudden, look who's pretty educated after all. <laughs> look, you came for my family, saying we're not educated. I know the word labrum, motherfucker. I said it quietly though. <laughs> I sort of surmised it. Maybe that some people. I I feel that some people who speak in a certain way possibly are not as. Well, um, well traveled, <laughs> educated as those who speak in a less uh, afflicted way. <laughs> um, no, yeah, it's it's basically just the part that connects your your like hip and leg. So uh, you fucked them up running so much as a kid. It's, it's hard to know. I had like a I had a weird uh, I had like a staph infection when I was a kid in my oh, in my sacroiliac joint, which is like my a similar region in the hip. So How does that happen? They. The like not a surface, an internal? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, so I had it in the joint. So basically, I just woke up one day and I was paralyzed. I like, couldn't walk. Oh, my God. When was this? I was in seventh grade. Wow. So basically, I my grandma was dying. Uh -huh. We went to the hospital. We right. slept at the hospital that night. Uh -oh. Went home. And then I got it. So no, the doctors, like, 
never really knew how I got it, but my parents were convinced it was that I picked up well, the infection at the hospital. Their hospitals are dirty. Yeah. And for, for many, many years, up until very recently, they had all kinds of staff deaths in hospitals. They, all, they attribute all this stuff to one guy who set up a system, a checklist for cleanliness. That's the only reason we're not all still dying mysteriously of staph infections wow. from going to hospitals. When One was that? fucking guy. It's, I'm not sure when it, when it was, but recent? it is way too recent. Yeah, 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 because like, there was no other, I mean, it would be, I don't know how else I would have gotten it. Yeah. And so yeah, then I was like paralyzed and had to, maybe for, for how like, long? Maybe for like, maybe for a week, a week fully, like, and then I was like with a cane and like a, walker for a little while and then like maybe in a within a year i was like f- walking again but i had to do pt and all that stuff so anyway then oh. i then i was a dancer and a runner so i think that the doctors say it's maybe because of like running and dancing but in my head i'm like yeah but i've always had a fucked up hip so right. i think it has to do with back then that something probably happened with because it's too random that it would be the same spot. So now you do you don't do sports, but you, st- you can still be active. I just walk, just not running. Yeah, no run, no. Uh, you no. do like two hour walks. What's your yeah. biggest walk? Yeah, I walk. I walk about two hours a day. I'd say. Really? Yep. Wow. When do you, uh, tell, I just started walking about a few months ago. Mm. I started doing things. I read that if you w- go walking first thing in the morning, mm-hmm. and you do it outside without sunglasses on, that it wakes your brain up because your brain sees images passing by. It tells you to wake up. Mm. It has all these positive effects. Just walking for just 20 minutes yeah. outside without sunglasses in the morning. I am the biggest proponent of walking. I love it so much. I mean, I miss running and, and dancing, but yeah. walking is just so peaceful. It's not doesn't hurt your body too much. Right. Yeah, it's forward motion. I listen to music or lines. Do you me- how do you memorize lines? I do. Sometimes I will take paper with me when I'm walking. And I'll say it out loud like I'm on the phone. I'll put my ear, AirPods in or something so it looks like I'm having a phone conversation. Because, yep. you know, I don't want th- people to think I'm crazy. Yeah. <laughs> I'll do that. Or I just memorize lines by, I don't know. I think I've gotten, it's just a muscle. Yeah. There's, when I started working on this show recently, I was like, fuck, I forgot how to do this. Totally. It's been so long. But I just, I'll run it into the fucking ground. Yeah, I'll run same. it like crazy. I'll do accents a lot of times. That's fun. That helps. Evidently, it helps because you, you can kind of you feel more free to fail if I'm doing like a weird accent. Yeah. So I'll sometimes I'll find something in there because I'm just fucking around. Yes. And then I turn it back to the normal thing. But and you I'll can still do a version. Yeah. I'll also write it down longhand. Yep. And I'll type it in longhand. I'll sit yep. there and literally transcribe it. Same. I'll do it until I have them off book. Yeah, I transcribe a lot, and I but I have this thing, Line Learner, which I don't know if you've ever used it. Is it you but I love it. I record it, right. and then it's a re- then when I walk, I'm just then I'm just listening to my lines over and okay. over. Okay. So then it's kind of a pass. It's a passive way of working. I feel. Yeah, that makes sense. The only thing I worry about is sometimes I had this thing where I had to do a monologue for an audition years ago, and the note I got from my acting coach was, "You're you're doing this like it's a song." <laughs> like you're just playing the same song over and over again. Yeah. There's no, and I think about that all the time. Totally. Is how if you have a lot to learn, it's easy to get locked into just how it sounds memorized. Yep. And then you, then you don't have any nuance. You're not reactive. You're just basically giving this. Um, you're playing the song yeah. as as it was written, as opposed to performing it for an audience where there's still be little changes. And that's stuff like a good that. point. Yeah, that that's that's that makes sense. I do it really like 
wrote though. Like I don't really add any flair to it. So okay. like, I know I'm not going to do it that way because it's kind of. But anyway, that's that. When you're walking, you when do I'm that. walking, then. So you do it in the morning. Usually not. Usually I walk like around maybe five, end of the five. day, five or six. Sometimes I walk, but usually it's so hot here that the morning yeah. in the sun, it can be a little. You got to get up butt crack. Yeah, and I'm not, I'm not. You're not a BK, you're not a BCon? No. Butt crack a dawn? No, you? I try, I've wanted to be my entire life. I've tried so many times, and anytime I have an early call time, I'm like, this is fucking cool, because I feel like I'm going crazy. Yes. And I like making tea and drinking it in the dark, but when it comes down to me, no. No, same. <laughs> Same. No, the only time I can do it is if it feels like an army type thing. Yes, like if I'm camping, I'll get up early. Yep. If I'm camping, if I'm, I'm camp- camping, if I'm, oh, if I'm camping, I'll get up early. You know, because Chuck, he <laughs> sleeps in and he wants to have his eggs, and I gotta find them. So, yes, I'm camping, I'll get up. I'll get up early as hell. Get up at four a.m. and then go back to sleep. You know about this weird method of sleeping where. It's like before we had electricity where you would go to sleep at about uh, when the sun goes down, which could be anywhere from 6.30 to 9. Mm. You sleep for a couple hours. You wake up at about 11 or so. Do stuff. No. Do whatever you want, you know. Oh, this sounds like hell. And then you go back to sleep at 1. No, I don't like that Wake up at dawn. To me, the act of falling asleep is not fun. Really? That's not my, like, greatest time. Really? I don't have an easy time falling asleep. So the idea of having to do that twice and b- once you do it, being like, wake back up now. You try no. sleeping pills? I don't. I, I, I don't want to. I have. And yeah, it just it's they're, then it's just they're too good. They're too good. They're too, cause yeah. the, and, and, you know, I, I studied psychology. It's like it's, it's also it's very it's it happens. I mean, yeah. it's just basically your body is literally. Like, oh, we don't have to put you to sleep anymore? You gonna you got something that's gonna do it for me for it? Okay. Oh, then thank you. Yeah, do yeah. I, yeah, exactly. It's like it uh it literally anticipates the pill coming too, so then it act it it Yeah. It, so if you, if you take a sleeping right. pill and your body knows that you're taking a sleeping pill and the sleeping pill is depressing your system, then if one day you don't take it, you will not sleep. Your body will actually when it feels time to get the sleeping pill, it'll go up it'll be a little bit of an upper because oh, it knows right. it's getting the downer i know about this but and then if you don't a, and if you don't take the pill now you're yeah. up even more so yeah that's the same psychology of why people die of overdoses correct it's the exact same thing it's not an mm-hmm. overdose it's that same thing that happens the your same. body doesn't get the cues it doesn't yeah so it doesn't get the cues to protect you from the heroin correct so you do it again after not doing it for a while in an, in an environment that's environment. unfamiliar, right, right, right. your body doesn't have any clues. It doesn't counter mm-hmm. it. And then the thing that used to be the amount you could take is, yeah. Damn. Same with coffee. If you wake up in the morning and you start to feel excited, even just when you're smelling oh, the coffee yeah. or making the coffee, your body starts to, yeah, that's the same thing. Your body's already starting to get up. You a coffee person? Yeah. Big time? Big time. How many cups a day? At least two. At so, least two. Yeah. Do you do an afternoon? Yeah. I was going to offer you coffee. I thought it would be too late, though. I think this, I was I was thinking about, it. oh, yeah, because you asked me what beverage mm. I wanted. This was right on the line. Like, if I had come here at our when, at three, I would have had one. You would have had one with you. No, I would have, uh, maybe I would have, maybe I would have said, should we, should, should we go get coffee? Should yes. you have coffee here? Drip? I love drip. 
I love. I kind of love any coffee. I'm not really. But what's like you know you gotta have. What do you do in the morning? What's I your love thing? drip in the morning. So you got the, you get the pot. Got the pot. Do you grind the beans? No, I I used uh, to be fancy. I, look, uh, I know. Wait, tell me again. I'm gonna ask you again. Tell me you don't you didn't go. Okay. Do you grind the beans? Um, actually, no, I don't. Ah. Uh, <laughs> I got injured. Ah. Uh, I feel like I'm Todd Glass now. <laughs> setting up for. Uh, t- t- tell me again. You don't grind <laughs> the beans. Ah. Uh, <laughs> No, I um okay. Used to grind beans. Used to do fr- like a pour over. Mm-hmm. I have a a Breville, like I have a nice espresso machine. An I espresso, espresso, espresso. You have an espresso. Uh, uh, actual like where es- I pull and everything. Oh! But I, I'm in a drip phase where oh. I preset it the night before, mm. and I wake up to the smell of coffee, and I can't. I I like it. Mm-hmm. I like it. And then for my second cup or like after a midday, then maybe I'll go out and get a. Like macchiato or almond. A macchiato. I love a macchiato. Me too. Or a cortado. You Basically, know, that's the space. Here's what I'll say about Please. New York. You can order a macchiato in New York. You can't order macchiatos in this town. Gibraltar. They put Gibraltar. What's a Gibraltar? Well, that's, I, 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 that's, that's commissary. That's pretty good. It is pretty it's good. good. It's I'm pretty gonna, fucking good. I'm not going to complain. But they don't know a macchiato. Yeah, you can't get a macchiato. Yeah. Macchiato. But you go wow. anywhere in New York, get the, get the little cup. Yes. I Ta- love the little cup. I know. I love taking it at the counter too. If they just Ugh. give it to you in the yeah, you don't taking even taking it and taking it. Um, will you be taking this t- to stay? You're just not cracking that. Yeah. Damn. I know. But the macchiato, yeah, the macchiato is outstanding. Outstanding. Someone told me a while ago. What kind of milk you go for? Well, I'm an Odie. Same. But I also like to have an americano. Oh, I hate an americano. Oh. See, this is interesting. I hate it. Uh, we're the opposite. I, yeah, we're the opposite. Because I think I actually like, yeah, pretty much all coffee except I don't like Americanos and I... and I, Wow. Why? Yeah. I think that espresso's meant... The, the beauty of an espresso right? is, is the, how concentrated the it punctuality. is. The punctuality. The punctuality. Mm-hmm. How, like, bitter it is. How strong yes. it is. Yep. So that's why it's like macchiato or crotado at most cutting it with milk. But I just love an espresso as is. Whereas for me, an Americano, it's just like, it's a ruined espresso. Okay. Whereas if I'm going to have that amount, then I might as well just have drip coffee. Yeah, I see what you're saying. I think I like the Americano because of the bitterness. Because I'll have it, I'll have it, nothing. No milk, yeah. no sugar. And that to me tastes better than drip. Because also the drip, I find, it's, this is what I was about to say, is that I think the drip has more caffeine than espresso. I think so. And sometimes when I have drip, it's too much. So you I don't do drip be, at all? I almost never. Wow. I almost only do... Here's a crazy thing. I usually only have um, one coffee a day, and it's an esp- it's like one shot of espresso. And is that like you are stopping yourself for more, or that's just what you want? Um, you don't I have an urge? I would love to have more, yeah. but I will get dehydrated and feel shitty. I'll get depressed. Yeah, yeah. I'll get actually depressed. I'm like, why am I depressed? Oh, it's because... I'm so incredibly dehydrated and coming down from this coffee yeah. that I feel bad when really if I just drink tea, I drink tea every morning, mm. black tea, strong black tea, and then I'll have maybe an Americano or maybe a, a like a 11 or maybe as late as 2 p.m. And do you ever make these at home or do you yeah. go out and get them? I use half and half. What what's your meth- what's your method of making espresso at home? We got a Nespresso. Nespresso, thing. that's great. Nespresso, and also I do have a little coffee pot because I like to grind the beans sometimes and make nice. drip. If I'm gonna make pancakes on the weekend, you need drip with you pancakes. You gotta have drip with pancakes. I yes. Oh, I love it. I love drip with pancakes and uh, it's the weekend. And, oh, that's just yeah. That's, the butter, the syrup. Oh, the football game. The football game. That's it. Yeah. That well, do you have, do you have? I mean, that's the. 
I guess they can both coexist, but I, I think on a weekend like this weekend, I'm in Big Bear, and it's so, and I'm like. Drip is kind of mountainy. Drip, drip is mountainy, and there's sometimes where I'm just like, this is so nice. Yeah. And then, I, yeah, I really this time was like, I want to stay in the mountains for, <laughs> forever. That happened this weekend. It hasn't happened in a while, but this time, like, usually I'm like, all right, I'm itching to get back, and this time I was like, I want to, I, yeah. I miss the mountains. I want to be in the mountains more. Blair will always tell me that she wants to move to, like, a mountain town yeah, and I always say, no, you don't. You don't. You yeah. just think you do, but you. I remember uh, two friends of mine, uh, Lizzie Cooperman and uh, someone she was dating at the time. They stayed over one day. There's a film festival in this little mountain town, and they it's so quaint, so fun. Uh. They stayed there an extra day afterwards because it's just so much. I, I always wondered the same thing. Yes, and I asked her about it later, and she's like, Johnny, <laughs> it was terrible. <laughs> Like, it was horrible. It becomes very internal. It becomes very about who is in your house. Uh It's like a very, like, who are your friends and who's your family? That's the trick is, like, it's... Whereas in a city, that's not quite as... You have friends, you have... Right. But, yeah, when you're in a small mountain town, it becomes very quickly, like... Oh, these people are creepy. Or it's just, like, you have to... You can't be looking outside for entertainment nearly mm-hmm. as much. You have to like, yeah. Like so, if, like I lived obviously in Vermont for four years, and I had one summer where all my friends, like, lived in, or three of my really close friends lived in the town, and I was like, that's that was the only time I was super happy there because I was like, I have really strong community. Whereas beyond that, it was very isolating. Yeah. If you don't have community in a small town like that, you're you, you're done. Because you're sitting around just drinking drip. You're just drinking drip. You're not grinding the beans. No, you got to grind those beans. You should try grinding some beans again. I think you might. Yeah, maybe like I'll it. come back to grinding. You know, maybe I'll do you that. You got a grinder, right? Yeah. Oh, can I recommend a coffee? Please. I got two coffees I'll recommend. Please. I did this because I feel like I can't enjoy them enough, so I want someone else yes. to. Yes. Because I just can't drink enough coffee. And now I've told you I can. Yes. So yes. David Lynch. Okay. Has, makes coffee really, and the house blend it's is fabulous. incredible. Do you like like a you don't like like a citrusy coffee, no. right? You like like a chocolatey. Yep. Yes, that's the one. Okay, great. That one's great, and this is also a really good one. That stupid company, Bulletproof Executive, the one that's like all about like making the butter coffee. I think oh yes, yes, yes. The co- the normal blend. The Bulletproof. I, I've had that one. That coffee is fucking yeah, delicious. Yeah, that's great. Very good tasting coffee. It feels like espresso. It that feels yeah. like. Yeah, I, I, um, yeah, what do I, uh, I mean, Stumptown's great. Any, any of those beautiful bags of Stumptown yeah. where it's like that olive green color and you're getting, I mean. It just looks good. It I, looks I, good. I, I'm attracted to it. Same. I like it a lot. I really wish I could enjoy it more, but if I buy a bag of coffee, it's going to last probably like a month and a half. Oh. So I, I should throw it out. It's bad now. It's not wow. fresh. Yeah. I just don't drink that much. Co- I would. And what about your wife? She loves coffee, but she likes the espresso. She's she pretty espresso. much 100% in the espresso machine. Yeah, or she'll go to Starbucks and get a venti cold brew thing. Yeah. Or I don't know how the fuck she drinks that much. It's insane. But she I also so think much cold brew. Yeah, I think they've really watered down the cold brew over the years. They have to because it was killing people. Exactly. Because, uh, yeah, 
Yeah. I had a panic attack one time. Not a panic, full panic attack, but I had a thing where, oh, I have to drink a beer now. Yes. Because I'm, I'm losing so, my fucking mind. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like early days of cold brew, we didn't yes. know the side effects. We were just like, <sighs> <sighs> and remember you're supposed to like counter it with, you're supposed to cut it with water and yes. none of us were cutting it with water. I mean, I was just drinking that when it was that, you can't get. The sludge. The sludge, it was like four loco days where it's like we were, yeah. I mean, that was very close to drugs. I that, never had any OG four loco, speaking of. I never I had did. it. You did? I did. I did. God damn. Yeah, but I, I don't even remember. I mean, at that point in college, too, it's like every, like I used to drink those. Remember when they would have like a cooler and then did you ever do this or they would just dump a bunch of shit into a cooler? Um, I think I've experienced once or twice. Yeah, it's like that was weird. That was like every weekend. And it's like that was, that had to be worse than a four. Yeah, it's, mean, it's like, yeah, yeah. Like you're talking about like a hooch, right? They call it like um, hunch punch, maybe. Right. Like I feel every place has its has a name. A name, but I forget what ours was, but. Yeah, that's probably it, where it's, like, just a bunch of cheap handles of vodka and then, oh. like, weird added. Like syrup. Yeah, or, like, co- concentrate, like, orange juice concentrate, I remember. Ooh! Everclear. Oh, my gosh. What's Everclear? Is it's that just, a, like... It's, uh, it's, uh, is that corn? a type of lick? I think it's grain alcohol, or maybe it's corn. I think it's corn alcohol. Yes, yes. But it's incredibly strong. It's yes, like yes, yes. It's, like, usually at least 120 proof or something Whoa! like that. Whoa! Maybe even higher than that. Wow. It's insane. You can put it in an engine. Wow. It's bad news. All I know is my friend Ben, um, she in high school, my friend Ben's mom would always catch him drinking, and she found the Everclear, and it was different. She cried. <laughs> <laughs> she cried? She cr- She knew. Because it's like, oh, no, oh, Ben. No. <laughs> this is different. You're going to die. <laughs> oh, shit. Uh, you know, the first drink I ever had was gin. It was from my parents' basement, and oh. I, they had like an old thing of gin. I remember being like, <laughs> old Seagram's, old Dusty yeah, Seagram's, it was like probably. Dusty Phillips. Yeah, and it just, I was like, what are these people yeah. doing? What? This is what people are drinking? I wish I could get drunk like the way. It felt back then. Oh, of course. It's, it's just gone, right? It's it's just gone. Definitely. Yeah, like my body won't even let me. Like it just, uh, I shut. It's like, no, you're too tired now. Like mm. it doesn't let me get. But that feeling you'd have when you have like half a shot and, and you're just, oh, baby. Uh, yes, yes, yes. And you didn't, your brains weren't like fully formed either. Mm-hmm. So there was less to tune out. Listeners, yeah. if you're considering drinking as a young age, go for it. We're just telling go you. Go for it. Enjoy it. Get better. Yeah, yeah. Youth is lost on the young, as they say, but not alcohol. <laughs> yeah, but also now I enjoy like I'm like if I have one glass of wine, two glasses of wine, I'm having a great night. Really? Yeah. I have to. I pretty much quit drinking, except for I don't know. Yeah, I can't. I think I have to quit basically, except for like once a month maybe. Be- and even then, I I'm like, well, this is two days down, not one. Oh yeah. Yeah. And. Do you drink a lot when you drink? I like to. Yeah. That's the problem. Yeah. Is I like to, I'm hanging out with guys. I, I just realized this recently. It's so dumb. I realized that, oh, I weigh half as much as most of my friends who I'm drinking <laughs> right. with. And I'm keeping pace with right. my buddy who's six six, Right. Pounding, keeps handing me Miller Lights and I'm drinking them. I'm like, I, I, I should be dumping out half of this every totally. time you give it to me. Yeah. So that doesn't help. But also, like, if you go camping, that's the mm. thing where you just... I had a bad, not a bad, I mean, I just had a, a terrible hangover camping when we were passing around a bottle of rye and doing picklebacks around mm. a campfire. And I'd already had a bunch of day beers. 
just criminally drunk. Yeah. Like wandering around, getting cut on rocks oh, drunk. You know no. what I mean? Oh, no. Yeah, totally. And you're in the woods? That was about a year ago or so. Yeah, no. In the, not in the woods, but in the middle of the desert in the Mojave. Oh. So. Right, right, right. I guess camping here is more yeah. desert than mountains. Yep. But, uh, yeah, I just think I, I think I can't handle it anymore. I think that my body just is, um, I, 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 I hate it. I hate that I can't. Yeah. But it's like, well, you know, nothing lasts forever. Yep. Totally. Kinda and a lot of other things are a lot better. Like you, the fact that you're like, oh, I'll lose two days. Well, good. You don't want to lose two days. You have right. a life that you don't want to yes. lose. Uh, exactly. Whereas I feel like when you're younger, you're like, well, fuck it. I know I don't have. Yeah. Like, what have I got? tomorrow it's like, what am yeah. i doing oh i've got to be hungover <laughs> right, that's, that's literally that's yeah. on my calendar exactly be hungover as fuck yeah watch a bad movie eat pizza and then vomit it up yeah mm-hmm. yeah so it's like yeah that that l- is gone but i'm i'm i don't miss that at totally. all <laughs> uh what you got coming up what do i have coming up um how about this ready Alyssa, uh where can people find you <laughs> <laughs> Uh, it's uh, where can people find you? Um, it's so funny you say that because I have a very funny story about um, Tilda Swinton. So we were on set. Oh my together. god, I love Tilda. Uh, she's so wonderful. Mm-hmm. God, she's great. She's great. Yeah, she was so fabulous. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> no. She farts, and her farts are they're very funny. They're very funny farts. The way she plays it off is so great. Oh my god, you know what she always says. Uh, uh, and I would sing it, and yes. then it's oh, it's so classic. Uh, yeah, yep, yep, yep. yep. Uh-huh. Um, you can find me at Alyssa Limp, and yeah, I, I um, we'll 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 see each other on there. We'll see each other on we'll there. See each other on there. Check out your special. Check out my special. No bad Check days on so- Peacock. Social media. Check out my social media. You too. Yeah, sure. I got some vids on YouTube. Some vids on YouTube. Yeah, I got some vids on YouTube. Whistle in Paris. Thanks for having me. This was so fun. Thanks for being here. Bye. I got my head on a dip on the number four. Probably give my seat to the lady, but I probably needed more. Millionaire dust in my Get a little bit of something